This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Crypto. What do we know about crypto? Not much. So let's figure crypto out together. One of the two hosts knows about crypto. The other one doesn't, but he's funny. So let's have some fun and figure it out together. Da 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 da. Crypto, crypto, it's what everybody's talking about. Crypto, kakaka crypto, <laughs> Bitcoin sinks this week, and that's what we're talking about. Hey guys, Adam Ray here, back on What the Heck is Crypto? My man Steven here. Steve, how you doing? What's going on in your world? I'm doing great. It's uh, been a crazy day in the markets today. As I think we're about to talk about. We're about to talk about it. We're talking about it. Bitcoin sinks after U.S. CPI report shows inflation hotter than expected. U.S. consumer prices in September slowed from the prior month. The Labor Department reported Thursday, but the inflation rate was still faster than what economists had predicted. Uh, apparently, Bitcoin uh, tumbled early, uh, nearly 3% in the minutes after the port to its lowest level since September 21st. Uh, my fiance's birthday, the consumer price index report rose 8.2% in September from the same month a year ago, slightly higher than the 8.1% forecasted by economists, you know? Mm. Well, that's, that's what, that's what it was at, uh, 10 AM when I wrote you the notes. I, uh, I woke up this morning. I, uh, I had a lot of shorts on the market, you know, hoping for a really hot inflation print and I got it. I woke up, I was up a ton of money. I was like, life is good. Market's crashing. I'm going to write my little notes to you. Go take my dog for a walk. Come back from the walk. Market's back up. Bitcoin's higher now. Stock market went up like two and a half percent. It's crazy town. I actually don't know what's going on. Uh, some, some weird shit because uh, the inflation data was very bad. Uh, that core number you, you, you mentioned, uh, core CPI, is right. a metric they use to measure inflation, inflation where they remove energy and food, you know, because you know, people don't really need those things, but, but they remove them because I guess they're, they're volatile. And like people thought we peaked over the summer, but we, we haven't really. It's, it's kind of started ticking back up again. It looks like the Fed's going to hike even harder November, December. Probably terrible for, for risk assets, but uh, for, for now, everything's up and I don't have a good answer for you as to why. So. We'll see how this shakes out next week, I guess. Uh, okay, so this is one of those uh, weeks where you hear the word inflation quite a bit uh, mm -hmm. in the past few months and hearing it in the, uh, the headline here, hotter than expected. Is there, I've asked you this before, but like, you know, I, I don't know what to anticipate as far as, um, 
you know, when Bitcoin is going to sink and when inflation is going to be uh, just as hot as, as Kim Kardashian with new butt implants, if that's what you're into. Um, but is there, a, is there a way to predict uh, these things or is it just kind of one of those like out of your hands, you know, you just hope for the good and pray for the best? Yeah, I mean, for the, for the uh, average guy out there, the, the answer is kind of no. And if you could, you could probably make a billion dollars uh, doing it. You know, I, I do this all day. It's what I try to, to think about, but I, I'm typically thinking in shorter, you know, one day or a week or a month, sometimes like three month segments. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, like lately, it looks really bad to me, like from all the data I can see, everything I've read, everything I've analyzed, it, it seems like we are going to be kind of stuck with inflation that's too high for a lot longer than people think. I, I, I'm actually pretty concerned right now that we have a very, very bad crypto crash, actually, like even worse than the one we had over the summer. And we go even lower and, you know, we might be there for like a year or two. I know this isn't super bullish for our show, but I, I think people out there should be careful. It is it is a possibility that some of their favorite coins, I think, could go down like another 80% or so from here. And that, that would be bad. That would be bad. So don't don't put in a, put don't put in any money that you you don't want to lose eighty percent of right now. I would you say. say yeah you say that could be bad like how bad it's pretty devastating right so like a very very popular coin we talk about a lot Ethereum trading around thirteen hundred bucks um, in like a nuclear scenario I think that could go down to like you know four hundred dollars uh, Cardano very popular coin people like for some reason I don't know why I think it's a piece of shit but people like it. Uh, trading at like 37 cents right now. I think that right. stupid thing could go down to like four cents. That wouldn't be fun. 37 to four. Yep. It's not a, yep. not a good time. Nope. Uh, of course it could not happen. It could just go up. I could look like a friggin' idiot a month from now. Markets are crazy, but you know, prepare yourself for the, the possibility of, of getting absolutely destroyed is what I tell well, people. Well, if anyone knows about preparing themselves, it's the Yuga labs. The U S <laughs> securities and exchange commission is probing Yuga labs. Sounds like something I watched in high school. Uh, Yuga Labs, of course, the creator of the Board uh, Ape Yacht Club NFT collection, over whether sales uh, of its digital assets violate federal law, according to a report from Bloomberg. Uh, the key legal question at the center of the probe is whether NFTs are securities, a question the SEC has reportedly been investigating since March. Um, why has this been such a long going on uh, going investigation? And uh, and why is uh, Yuga Labs, have they been at the front and center of- uh, Yeah, they're know, the big of, dogs. Yeah. They're worth billions of dollars. They own the two largest NFT collections in existence. Uh, crypt, they bought the CryptoPunks. Uh, CryptoPunks are almost certainly not securities just because of the way they were sort of created and everything. Um, but the Board Ape Yacht Club is this kind of complex web of stuff. They started with the apes. And then if you owned an ape, they dropped you like a, a, a dog. You got the- Kennel Club, and then they dropped you a mutant, and you got the mutant apes. And then eventually, like if you still had all that stuff, they gave you this coin called Ape Coin. Uh, and it got pretty crazy. I think that, like, uh, you, you could have minted an ape, you know, uh, in 2001. Minting is when the NFTs just launch and you click a button and pay some gas, and boom, you got an ape in your wallet. Uh, I think the mint fee was like, like 200 bucks or something. And I think every ape, if you held it, you got all the airdrops, you got the coins and you sold it at the top. I think, I think that 200 bucks turned into about a million dollars in the span of about a, a year, okay. I think. So it was one of the craziest things of all time. But along the way, there's a lot of questions that 
came up because, um, you know, securities law is like a weird and kind of boring thing, but it, it's like really critical for the NFT market. Like if NFTs were to start being declared securities, it would just blow up the whole market. Like OpenSea, the largest um, exchange where people buy NFTs would have to like register as like a securities exchange. Uh, people would have to like KYC themselves, know, know your customer, what, like send in a driver's license or something to buy NFT. The, the whole space would just like absolutely uh, explode if that were to happen. I, I don't think that will happen, but it, it would be, it would be really, really bad and ugly if it were. I mean, NFTs are already down bad enough, but like a lot of them would just go completely to zero. Weren't NFTs supposed to be like the new, you know, Tide Pod chug, like fuck, the new, <laughs> like, I just felt like they were talked about as if they were like the young, cool kid on the block that, that didn't have any STDs and had a, you know, 15 inch wean. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now I feel like they're kind of joked about or they're just, there's a little bit more skepticism surrounding uh, their securities. Yeah. I mean, as, as, as they should be, it was funny. Cause you know, when they were going up, um, God, I saw a post uh, like Logan Paul bought some NFT for like $700,000. It was worth like 10 bucks now. And just funny shit like that. Like the stuff has just gone absolute zero. People used to put these things on their Twitter profile to like, you know, brag about how sick they are and how rich they are. And yeah, I, I have one on my profile, but mine's cool. Um, but it, eventually it became like a badge of shame. Like you had this like dumb little panda on your thing and then it, you, it, then everybody could check the blockchain and be like, yeah, this fucking idiot bought this panda for $20,000 and it's worth a hundred bucks now. What a moron. So everybody started kind of, you know, taking them off uh, their, their social media profile and just kind of like hiding under the rug. So they're definitely not as cool as they used to be, but there still is like a kind of like cult community who's in there in the trenches kind of still trading these things. And I, I, I think those people will do very well and maybe like, a year, two years, three years, four years. I don't know how long it, it'll be, but right. it, it, like you have these like hot bubbles, these hot markets, people are like, this is going to change the world. And maybe it does, maybe like a 10th of a percent of the things do, but oftentimes it's like, it's like Amazon and you know, 2003, it goes down like 98% and then everybody calls the whole thing dead and they call you a moron for buying it before 10 years later, it's like biggest company in the world. So, right. Support for What the Heck is Crypto is brought to you by Manscaped. Oh, my goodness. I have balls and a wiener, and there's, uh, there's some stuff down there that needs to be trimmed and whimmed. And if you're like me, you want the best in below-the-waist grooming for men, okay? And Manscaped is the place to go. It's a one-stop shop. All their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, meaning your balls. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Over 6 million men worldwide and counting uh, trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer that I'm going to get to you in just a moment. But let me tell you about why I love these guys, okay? I've been using them for years. My buddy Kyle uh, really has uh, helped me just uh, live a better, cleaner, trimmer, <laughs> slimmer life. Uh, and, uh, and she'll like it too. And she does. The Performance Package 4.0 is my main jam it arrived and man, it made a big splash on the scene. Uh, it's a game changer. Literally. It's a, uh, it's a size changer. It's a clean changer. You feel better. You look better and you live better because inside this package, you find your own set of tools, uh, to help start your day and close your night down the right way. There's the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. 
the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer, which fellas, as we get older, hair starts popping up in places that you're like, fuck that. So you need something to, uh, to clean it up. And those things work uh, just indubitably. Uh, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, and Performance Boxer Briefs, which fit uh, snug and tug, and they're cool. They got an easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl type feeling for your balls. And a travel bag to hold your goodies all comes when you get your Manscaped package. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, which we've all been there. You don't want to have to go to the hospital and be like, I cut my balls trying to shave my balls. So... You use uh, the advanced skin-safe technology that the Lawnmower 4.0 provides. It's also waterproof, also has a 400K LED spotlight if you need a more precise shave in the dark. Who does that, though? But it's got it. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof, like I said. Helps reduce nicks, nags, snags, tugs, dugs, and all those delicate nose holes. It's time to take care of yourself, and if you want to do that the right way, go to manscaped.com with the code CRYPTO20 and get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code CRYPTO20. Do it for your balls. They'll thank you later. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Well, um, you know, if you're a big company and you're, uh, you're, you're clicking on all cylinders, you probably don't have, uh, you probably have people coming after you like the way that 570 million uh, just got stolen in Binance from Binance. Big number. Big 570 number. million. Crypto does everything big, man. You, the, it, it, it's, it's funny, like 500, it's, it's such like a, I'm like dumb to it now because I've seen a lot of these, but can you imagine if like a bank down the street from you, they took like 570 million, it would, people would be like, what? How is that even possible? And they yeah. hear it's just like, oh yeah, a little hack, 570 million. Yeah, this uh, this is bonkers because I I feel like getting hacked is anyone susceptible, but like uh, Binance temporarily suspended its blockchain, obviously after uh, uh, the hackers made off with around five hundred seventy million worth of its BNB token. Uh, Binance said that uh, a cross chain bridge linking with its BNB chain was targeted, enabling hackers to move BNB to- tokens off the network. Can you imagine those hackers when they fucking figure it out and just got, you know. Uh, just got access like do you think it was almost like an office space when they were just fucking like was it stressful do you think when you're hacking and you're moving that much coin Dude, or you, do you think it's you, just you you would not believe the stuff the hackers do sometimes like th- this guy i know maybe it was a girl but this this hacker for example got all this money and one of the first things they did was they just like got on a, a decentralized uh trading platform and they went like leveraged long like 80 million dollars worth of eth with the money. Like, oh, I just stole all this money. Let me make a huge bet with it for the lols or something. Right. <laughs> like they, they, they almost like don't care. It seems they just like, like the chaos of it all. Yeah. It seems like, uh, well, hackers, I think almost like, you know, uh, like, um, trolls just are sitting around with, with, um, hackers seem like more educated trolls. 
Like trolls are just hating for the sake of hating. Hackers are like hating to also, you know, get ahead and, and move things, uh, you know, in their favor. But yeah, we know. had a we had another hack yesterday or a couple of days ago on on Solana. Somebody sort of I wouldn't even call it a hack. They sort of exploited this uh, trading platform called uh, Mango Markets, and they basically stole like a hundred million dollars of cash and um, all of like the governance tokens for the this protocol Mango. And if you if you have governance tokens, you can you can vote. So the hacker did this funny thing where he sort of stole all the tokens and then he created like a voting proposal to basically give himself the money and say like, oh, we're not going to pursue legal charges and you're going to pay all the, the, the people back out of your own company funds. And then because he had all the tokens that he stole, like he voted yes on it to basically just give himself $30 million. Jesus. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> well, never a dull day in crypto. Yeah. Well, that's what you can do when you're a head honcho, um, like Jared Gray. In our next story, Jared Gray, the mm. new CEO of Defy Exchange, Sushi Swap, Sushi Swap. Oh, say that ten times fast. Sushi Swap. You, you get a free dragon roll from Wakano. Uh, Sushi Swap came under fire this week when allegations arose that he was involved in a number of crypto scams dating back to 2019. Uh, things got heated on Twitter when one user raised accusations that the CEO had once fingered a horse. Yikes. <laughs> All right, when you're getting accused of shit outside of the crypto world and it's hilarious and gross. By the way, fingered a horse almost worse than fucking a horse or getting fucked by a horse. There was a guy in Enumclaw, Washington, about two hours south of where I grew up. And um, this guy, this guy, uh, this guy fucked a horse and, um, and died. Uh, sorry, got fucked by a horse. Punctures going, got you know the details do not really matter. Point is, he got fucked by a horse. He had a family. He died. He was cheating on his wife with a horse. Bestiality. So, but I think somehow fingering a horse is weirder. Don't don't hit me up about that. That's just what I think. But, um, but so he fingered a horse. Clearly, also if a guy is being allegedly, cheated, allegedly, yeah. But I don't know, dude. That's very specific. And I just want to know who is making that accusation. What do they see? Or is it a hunch? It's a very funny hunch. If there's like, I don't know, he just looks like a guy that would do it. Like, also, you don't want to be that guy. Gray denied these allegations, but the sushi price tanked anyway, falling over 10% on the day. Steve? <laughs> I'm trying to think what, like, the teachable moment is here. I guess we could teach people about SushiSwap, the uh, decentralized exchange across uh, multiple networks where you can trade coins. Uh, yeah, it had been written off uh, for dead for a while, actually. The uh, old guy kind of left. The coin traded very, very low. And then things were looking up, really up. Like last week, a, a really big fund announced that they had bought like a huge stake of the tokens. And then the price was trading up. And then they're like, we hired this new CEO. He's really great. His name is Jared Gray. And then like six days later, boom. That was so, sad. Bit of a roller coaster for the the poor token holders. If you're a sushi holder, you were you're very excited and then very very sad very quickly. And you know, hopefully these uh these accusations just uh blow over. I guess. Where was Sushi Swap in the? I can't say it. Where was Sushi Swap <laughs> in the um kind of uh the the zeitgeist of um you know of uh of the exchange world. Sushi actually was a very pivotal moment in the history of DeFi. Um, so when DeFi started like, a couple of years ago, there was this weird trend where people were just like launching coins named after food. 
Yeah. You had like yam coin and grape coin and just everything. Right. So people were like, ah, sushi. Um, but why sushi was really interesting was they, they, they basically launched with the express intent of just like taking users from like the largest exchange, like, you know, in, in, in all of crypto, uh, on chain, uh, Uniswap, um, and Uniswap at the time didn't have like a coin and all the users were like, what the fuck? Why, why do you guys share the wealth? Like have a coin. So Sushi came along. They basically just copied the Uniswap code. They said, hey, it's Uniswap, but you get a coin and we have funny memes. And then billions of dollars of value just migrated over. It caused like so much value to get sucked from Uniswap right. that they actually had to go launch their own token. And then this started this trend of this thing called vampire attacks where people were launching projects with like weird uh, token designs to try to just suck all the users from other projects. And as somebody who was an investor at the time, you were making so much money just moving. You just have cash and just deposit it here, deposit it here, deposit it here. And like every time you moved your money, you just got free tokens that you could just sell as everybody was attacking one another. It was, it was a very uh, strange time to be alive. And Sushi kind of ignited that whole craze, which went on for like a year and a half or so. Fuck. Well, you know, I, and again, uh, something that's, I think pretty common in this world, right? Where people pop off, do a lot of good for, uh, for the industry and then, you know, get a little too big for their britches or just tough to stay on top in any field. You know, it's, it's almost like yes. I compare sometimes to like a comedian that's like gets so big, they're pumping out specials. It's tough to generate new material. They end up stealing stuff or, but, but you know, it's even SNL getting accused of like, you know, plagiarizing sketches or taken from, you know, videos they see online. It's like, it's just tough to stay on top and it's tough to sushi swap. And, um, you know, Jared Gray, we don't know his, his true backstory. Um, you know, if we were to dig up, you know, a little more dirt and find that he was raised on a ranch, you know, I think circle gets a square on that one, especially that when that square is in the uh, shape of a, of a horse's asshole. But, but I think, uh, I think that, um, Man, I don't know. When you uh, when you have that type of responsibility and you're at the helm of a big company like that, you and you're in your, you know, whether it's getting hacked for five seventy or uh, or just you know keeping your employees hat. That's the thing too, where I just don't know how you. I guess people that are so uh, you know chomping at the bit to be to be a part of something that's that's really uh, clicking and ticking in the right direction. It's like how. You know, do, do people do their homework on these bosses or on these companies, or is it just like, wow, like that's kind of the the hot girl right now? So I want to I want to be in her car. Yeah, the re the reason we like the term uh, aping came about during the last bull run was because everybody was just you just you're just a monkey. You just see coin, you buy coin, you don't do any research. You just apes go into th you know it was it was a term from Wall well, Wall Street bets too. You know, ape strong together, you're buying all the stocks without thinking like a monkey. And that was fun for a while, but it, it, it turns out that when, when you do that, there's a lot of uh, malinvestment and a lot of money goes to people who shouldn't uh, have all that money. Right. Tale as old as time. Who as life can be. Stealing all the crypto, putting your fingers in a horse. <laughs> do an outro songs too now? I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tales as old as time, sushi swap can be violating uh, <laughs> cash. Uh, got that uh, horse finger, 30 rash. I don't know. Uh, so 
So this has been an interesting week, an interesting pod. Uh, if you guys, um, of course, have any questions, hit up Steve and I on Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. Steve, you are where? I am at Stephen Cesaro on Twitter. Stephen with PH on on IG as well. IG, I am uh, S Cesaro. Guys, if you got questions, comments, concerns. And really, if you'd like to be a part of the next episode with a question, send them in, DM us. We will read them on air and uh, and try to get to see what you guys are thinking about, what's concerning you, because that's what we're here for, to service the people. As Jared people. Gray says, <laughs> one in the pink, two in the, two in the think tank. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. Later. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.